Hey friends, it's Jennifer Herndon at jenniferherndon.com. Today we are going to talk about the law of attraction. And I bet I can guess the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the law of attraction. Ah, yes, the secret. The wildly popular book and movie that were released back in March of 2006. And when I think about that time and and how the secret made the law of attraction uh, a common everyday well-known word to or well-known phrase to anybody who didn't live under a rock I envision in my head you know people all around the world laying on their couches and thinking all I have to do is ask believe and accept as we're taught in the book in the movie the secret and I can have anything that I want you know I have always been someone who's who's held mindset as something very close to my heart. So talking about mindset and thinking about mindset is something that I that I do all the time. But I know back in 2006, I was having conversations about the law of attraction with friends who would have laughed at the thought of controlling their lives with their mind prior to the secret and the secret making the law of attraction such a household phrase. So we're six years past that, past the law of attraction, sort of that phenomena sweeping the country, if not the world, through the secret. And the question that I want to look at today is whether the law of attraction was a passing fad that we should let go of and sort of laugh about, or whether it's something that we should still be using and applying in our business and our life these today. So first let's consider the formula that was given to us in the secret. Let's let's talk about whether it's realistic that first I can ask for something, second believe it will happen, third accept it into my life, and then just go about my business waiting for it to be delivered from unknown parts down on to me. And I think not is the answer. Obviously, it seems to be the answer is that that's craziness. On the other hand, we have to ask ourselves, how do we question something that was as wildly promoted and and believed in by the likes of Joe Vitale, Jack Canfield, um, really top-name people in the personal development field like The Secret was? I mean, this is something that Oprah spent all kinds of time on her show so it must be real, right? Well, concepts such as thoughts are things, what you think about you bring about, your thoughts create your life, those come from some of the most respected personal development and business philosophers of our time. And those are, I mean, that's even outside of the secret and the things that were put forward in that movie and book. But you know, the, the improbability of manifesting things by merely wishing them into existence does have, causes you to pause and question whether the law of attraction is anything more than the product of marketing geniuses who have engineered yet another way to suck millions of dollars from the pockets of lazy Americans who are looking for a quick fix. Because really, that's what that's what we want. That's what everybody wants is the easy button. How do I make it better now, quickly, without any effort? And so is that all the law of attraction was? 
is sort of a media-induced passing fad. Well, of course, within a few months of the Law of Attraction craze, I heard grumblings from many people that, oh, the Law of Attraction doesn't work. Now, not surprisingly, those most often were the people that were sort of laying on their couches waiting for it to work. Well, the answer is, of course, the Law of Attraction works. You know, the concept existed way before it was packaged as the secret Law of Attraction by the book and the movie. Thoughts are Things is the title of Chapter 1 in Napoleon Hill's 1937 classic book, Think and Grow Rich. But, that's not, you know, we, we can't end it there and say, well, yeah, it's been around since 1937. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody who's a guru in this field believes in it. It must therefore be true. I, it serves us well to look closer at Napoleon Hill's book. Thoughts are things is simply the beginning. Chapter one of the book. And there are 14 additional chapters in that book. Okay, so the message here is that thoughts are things is only the beginning to the law of attraction. It's the first step on the road to attracting and attaining everything you want. And that's not to say that the law of attraction is hard, that always step one out of 14. But on the other hand, you can't just sit there and wish your way into the life you desire. The point here is the law of attraction actually contains two secrets, if you want to call them. I, call, I like to refer to them as two laws of attraction or two parts to a law of attraction. And you have to master both of them. Only then can you attract anything you desire. So, you know, if you just practice one of the laws of attraction, you're going to get no further than down the road of frustration. Because the two laws of attraction are truly two halves of the whole. The first law is known by many yet understood by few. And the second law is simply not recognized by most people because it doesn't have the media appeal of the first. It's not sexy. It's not the easy button. So today let's talk about this first law of attraction. The first law of attraction is that you must have a burning desire. Now this is an easy concept to talk about but it's really impossible to define in words. And I know when I first started trying to build a successful online business, I used to talk about how much I really wanted the financial freedom that would bring, the time freedom that would give me with my family, and the desperately sought after relief it would give me from a stressful career. But for some reason that I cannot explain to this day, it took me two years to go from simply wishing for, thinking, saying these things to actually developing a burning desire for those things. So let me try to just translate my experience, uh, just tell you my story about burning desire is the best way that I can sort of define it for you. For me, it was no longer did I simply say I have a burning desire to be with my kids whenever I want. I live that desire. I mean, really 24-7, I became focused on doing the things I needed to do to create the life I wanted. Um, it was no longer something that I just, you know, took 30 minutes a day to think about. It was something that I was fixated upon, no matter what other activity I was engaged in. 
And I don't mean to say this in an unhealthy way or that I was suddenly unhappy with the life I had. I had a major focus, a burning desire to create a better life. And my burning desire took away my excuse of not having enough time to build the business I wanted. It took away in every excuse I had. I couldn't sleep at night. Oftentimes I still can't for all the thoughts that you know were running around in my head. And I, I didn't and I don't wake up tired and slow to get out of bed. I jump out of bed and I am really driven by a burning desire to create the life that I want. And that, you know, of course, is not, I don't want to be unrealistic with you. Of course I have my days, you know, when my kids drive me insane and nothing's going right. And, but at the, at the core of my being, that burning desire remains and has taken me, uh, you know, more than halfway down the road, I'd say, to creating the life that I set out to create when I first, um, when I first got that burning desire. Now, I, I call the first of the laws of attraction the, a burning desire because that's how Napoleon Hill described it in Think and Grow Rich. And, you know, too many people try to simplify the whole process by looking at the title of that book and mistakenly assuming that all they have to do is think to grow rich. But Hill is clear in the book that your thought must be a burning desire. And I don't know any better way to say it than he did. So let me just say it from him. Quote, there is nothing right or wrong which belief plus burning desire cannot make real. End of quote. And Hill cautions that the state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. And this is where most people who tell you the law of attraction doesn't work have missed the point. They are hoping and wishing for a better life but they don't really believe it. They don't have a burning desire to think and grow rich or whatever their ultimate goal is. So I can't tell you specifically how to find your burning desire. For me, it took time and time again of getting fed up with my life and seeing how others who were no more special than I was had created something so much better than I had. And finally, when I really believed I could create something different, a fire ignited inside of me that nothing could extinguish. And I, you know, unfortunately kind of <laughs> found truth in Hill's observation that the turning point in the lives of those who succeed usually comes at the moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their, quote, other selves. And I think that's true. A lot In a lot of cases, you really have to reach the bottom before you can start your climb to the top. But you know, don't wait for don't wait for that to happen. The crisis doesn't have to be something as dire as the bank coming to foreclose on your house. Uh, for me, the crisis was that, you know, my kids were growing up without me being there 100% for them. I could see things they needed that I could provide and I wasn't. And there are many people that wish they could be with their kids more, but they don't define it as a crisis that like I did. You know, their wish is my belief, my burning desire. And they are still trading time for dollars at their nine to five jobs. And I am spending more and more time with my kids every month. So the action step that I want you to take this week is decide where you fall. Do you just have a wish or a hope 
or do you have a belief that you can create the life you want? Do you have the burning desire to do so? And you need to take some time, some reflection. Don't hurry this. Don't do this in five minutes. Reflect upon what your burning desire is. You know, you may think it's a no-brainer. You may think, oh, yeah, well, of course, it's my kids. Um, but I encourage you to really dig deep here. You know, really think about what keeps you up at night. Um, the ultimate outcome for me was my kids, but there's a lot, you know, we could go on for 30 minutes. There's a lot more that was inside me that really ignited my fire. So spend a lot of time thinking about what your burning desire is, what consumes you, what wakes you up in the morning with a fire in your belly and what keeps you up at night um, with thoughts of it running around in your head and decide whether you really have a burning desire because that's the first thing you're going to need if you want the law of attraction to work for you. And next week we'll talk about the second law of attraction and what to do with that burning desire that I suspect many of you will come up with. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.